You don't need to be a lawyer to benefit from a legal education, especially in risk management. At Texas A&M School of Law, we built our online Master of Jurisprudence specifically to give non-lawyers like you a competitive edge. With a focus on risk management, you'll gain a better understanding of the legal complexities fiduciary management, corporate governance, and other heavily regulated industries face. Get the legal skills it takes to get ahead at Texas A&M School of Law. Visit law.tamu.edu forward slash mjur to learn more. Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. My next guest is the author of Winning the Heart of Your Child. And in the 21st century, that may seem almost impossible. There's so many bells and whistles competing for their attention and uh, to influence But this book is for hopeful and expectant parents um, that don't dream of having bored, detached, defiant children any more than they desire their kids to have minds and moods and beliefs that can bring them to their knees. Well, in this book, Winning the Heart of Your Child, uh, Mike Berry offers keys to building a positive, lifelong relationship with kids. Uh, The book um, really helps parents who desire a stronger connection with their child's Uh, to navigate specific issues like discipline, boundaries, making the most of their time, which passes so quickly with their children. Winning the Heart of Your Child illustrates the great misunderstanding most parents across society have when it comes to their influence in their child's lives and gives those feeling invisible and ineffective the motivation and strength to maximize their influence and win their child's heart. Well, the author is a former youth and family pastor and the father of eight. He zeroes in on the unique role parents play in their child's life lives. Well, Mike Berry is the co-founder, along with his wife, Kirsten, or Kristen, rather, of the award-winning parenting blog, Confessions of an Adoptive Parent, and the support and resource site, Oasis Community. He is a featured writer and influencer for Disney website, um, Babbel.com, and his work has also been featured on Yahoo Parenting, The Good Men Project, The Huffington Post, Right Now Media, Michael Hyatt's Platform University, Great Big Story, Focus on the Family Radio, Moody Radio, Disney, and Jeff Goins uh, Tribe Writers Conference. I'm tired just uh, reading through them. Uh, he travels all across the country extensively throughout the year to camps, retreats, and conferences before becoming a full-time author and speaker. He spent 17 years in family life ministry in churches in Ohio and in Indiana. We are just delighted to have uh, uh, Mike Berry with us today to talk about his book, Winning the Heart of Your Child, Nine Keys to Building a Positive, Lifelong Relationship with your kids. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me on. It's great to be with you. Now, making every single moment matter is uh, certainly the challenge. You begin in the introduction recalling when you had your first child and um, the challenge of just bringing that child home. I think you said you were uh, pretty much astonished for the first uh, short period of time, but how quickly time passes and there's so much that's required of parents, especially when their kids are, are moved away from the home and into a public school setting or a school setting where there are all kinds of influences. Is it possible to make every moment matter? Is it possible for parents to win the heart of their child with the time that they've been given? Well, I believe it, there is. And I, I think it, it really comes down to um, being aware of how quickly time goes and how uh, you know, when you when you hold that brand new baby girl or baby boy in your hand in your arms, you're told, "Wow, be careful! This time's going to go fast." And you know, oftentimes we we don't think time is going as fast as it is. And then when you're aware 
that time is moving quickly and that you need to seize those opportunities and really know what's important, what, what is of highest value. Uh, and that is a, a, establishing that, that strong relationship with your child, that loving relationship with your child. I think that is possible when you are aware of that right from the get-go. Now, as a parent, I suppose it's important to have a long view. In fact, you begin with the first chapter, um, uh, making the point, winning the argument but losing the heart. A parent with a long view recognizes that there's a goal in mind that won't be complete for, for quite some time. Talk about the, the challenge of um, winning a child's heart as opposed to necessarily winning every argument for the sake of the development of that child and extending one's influence. Yeah, I, I think the the curse that we have as parents is that we, uh, and it's probably uh, has to do with the way most of us were raised. Uh, we were raised in households, I know I was, where um, mom and dad had the last word. And oftentimes that was delivered harshly and it was very commanding and you didn't, you didn't uh, fight back. But I remember growing up, feeling like, like, wow, mom and dad, I, I just, I just wanted to express, you know, a little of what I was thinking. And I, I probably wasn't, I probably wouldn't have said it that way as a teenager, mind you. But um, I think that oftentimes we are so concerned with having the last word and making sure that we drive the point home that we miss out on those valuable relational moments where um, we can engage in conversation. Now, we still have to maintain discipline. We still have to maintain mm-hmm. boundaries. But oftentimes, I think we, we spend a lot of time uh, walking over our children instead of walking with our children. And, um, you know, that our children inherently learn to not speak up, not express themselves, not, not uh, converse with us. Uh, and that's really the point in that, in that opening chapter um, that I, I wanted to deliver that, you know, we can – we can win the argument. I mean, we have the power to do so, but what are we, what are we losing in the process? It's something far greater than we realize. Well, in fact, the subtitle of your book is building a positive lifelong relationship with your kids who will not always be kids and having that longevity and influence throughout the life of a child who becomes a young adult, who becomes a, an adult and ultimately may become a parent. That's the challenge of, of parenting. Let's talk about what it means to win the heart of your child. There are lots of battles, ups and downs, things that will uh, challenge your parenting. But what does it look like when you've won the heart of your child? You know, I think that it – well, first of all, I would say that, that if a parent who is parenting a junior high child or a high school child, if they are, are looking for the results – right now and they're not seeing those results of, of uh, you know, living out the keys that I talk about in the book or seizing every moment or targeting or focusing on the heart, that's, that's fairly normal because right now you're in a season where your job is to parent, your job is to invest in, your job is to stay the course, stay engaged. I think that winning the heart of your child really has to do with the long term. It's like an investment account. You know, um, when you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, for that matter, you know, your your retirement account is not going to pay out the dividends. It will it does it will like it will when when you're in your 60s, you know, when the, the account has matured. Well, it's very, very similar in a relationship with our children. We invest through those uh, elementary, those adolescent years, the elementary years, the child, early childhood years. We invest, invest, invest. We stay engaged. 
we seize every moment, we maintain boundaries, and then when we've stayed the course and when we've focused on being an influential parent, then in the future, we, we see the dividends pay out, and that is you enjoy this adult relationship with your child, uh, and that's someday. So it's, it's, a, it's a matter of staying the course and staying patient and knowing that there's going to be lots of ups and downs. There's going to be lots of mountaintops. There's going to be lots of valleys, probably more valleys mm-hmm. than mountaintop experiences. But you must stay the course. You must stay engaged, especially in those teenage years. That's critical. Uh, even when it's dark, even when it feels like they're not listening to you, they don't care what you have to say, you still have a voice of influence in their life. You need to believe that. And then someday you enjoy the, the, the fruits of what you invested in those adolescent years, but that's someday. And I believe that's what it looks like to win your child's heart. Well, and that's a real challenge to keep that long view in mind when you're facing a kid who's just done something mm-hmm. really frustrating and you, the temptation yeah. is to blow it all in one event. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you um, divide the book up into three sections, and the first is called The Great Misunderstanding. What is it that parents tend to misunderstand that may ultimately undermine their influence? Well, I think that the, the, the biggest thing is we, we think that our role falls somewhere between being a best friend or being all the way to the other extreme, which is being like a drill sergeant, like a commander, a general. Uh, I think that we have this view that, that we have to be in charge we ha- or, or – we have to uh, we get fixated on the ideal the the idealistic uh, picture of a family kind of like the Gilmore Girls I actually use that example in the book you know the mm-hmm. this dreamy mother daughter relationship you know that where you know everybody j- just has like this this oh it's it's so loving and yeah there's some issues every now and then but we wrap them up in a half hour and everything's hunky dory <laughs> um, you know from that all the way to the BFF the buddy the elf like hey I'm your friend I, I'm I, Whatever, whatever you want to do is cool with me, right? Um, and I, I think that we fall into the trap of feeling like we have to be one of those extremes. We have to be this commander who's in charge, or we have to be this, this um, passive parent who lets our kid do whatever they want, and that will, that will win their heart. That will help you build a relationship with them. But I think we miss the point if we're giving into that. That's kind of what we see in culture all the time. But I talk about how there's another parenting approach, and that's the influential parent. That's the parent that is able to balance love and discipline. That's the parent that is able to establish boundaries that are built in love, um, that doesn't give in to fear, because we're, we're filled with fear in this culture, uh, especially as parents. And with technology changing every single second, rightfully so, right? But I think the great misunderstanding is that we feel like We feel like we have no voice, and then we try to overcompensate by either being really controlling or really passive, and we misunderstand that there's a better approach, and that is leveraging our time, um, maintaining love, staying engaged, becoming a parent of influence. Let's talk about uh, these keys to building a positive, lifelong relationship with with kids. I think every parent aspires to just that, a lifelong relationship that's positive and their influence continues uh, through adulthood. Where do parents need to begin? What are some of these uh, keys? Well, first of all, let me say it's not easy. Uh, it's, and it's not just a, uh, I would not even say it's not even just to read a book and, and you're, mm-hmm. you've got it. It's, it's reading the book it's, and it's, it's applying the principles. 
Um, you know, I really think that I, I would actually begin with key one. You know, I, I would say if a parent, a parent in a starting place, let's take the parent of a newborn. We have a lot. We have a, actually had a lot of parents who ha- are raising little kids like early childhood who have picked this book up, um, which the target audience is more for parents of teenagers. But I think it's valuable that they do that because in the very first key, I talk about blending love and discipline for influence. I can't tell you how many times I've in my uh, family life pastor career, I sat with parents of 12, 13, 14 year olds, or even beyond that, who would look at me and say, I don't know what to do with this child. They're completely out of control. This wasn't the way they were when they were little. And now they're out of control. I don't know what to do. And the more questions I asked, the more it became clear that in those early childhood years, they were very passive. Um, they, were, they were very, very loving, which is great. It's per, they need to be nurturing. But they, they didn't have a healthy balance of discipline. They didn't know how to tell their child no. They didn't know how to say this is the boundary. And then as their child grew older, that became less and less and less. So I think that for a parent of, in, in the early childhood years, you need to begin with that very first key, and that is blending love and discipline. Um, you have to achieve that balance. Um, for parents beyond that, um, I go right into that in key number two, uh, that understanding and embracing the shift, that there are going to be some years where you feel like your influence has dipped uh, in significance, where you feel like your voice is not as significant as it was when they were younger. But it is. You're still a, a key voice of influence. You're just not the only voice of influence. And mm-hmm. so in those teenage years, it's critical that you amplify other voices, other caring adults who can speak into your child's life, a small group leader, a coach, a teacher, um, a family friend, uh, providing that they're health, healthy and safe. Um, but you need to be okay not being that number one voice of influence anymore. You're going to take a dip for a while in, in influence, um, culture, friendships, uh, the world around them. These, these, uh, these children now are becoming little adults, many adults, and they're seeing this world brand new around them. You know, they're experiencing it for the first time. You need to maintain discipline and boundaries through that. That's just that's not an, that, that's not an invitation to be passive. You need to be engaged. But I, say, I would say to begin – a parent needs to begin with keys one and two. If you're in early childhood years, key one. If you're in the teenage years, key two is for you. Now, interestingly, the third key is one that might be somewhat surprising. And you suggest that parents need to amplify other voices of influence. They're already competing with a, a wider audience. Um, explain what you mean by that and why that can be important in helping a parents maintain their influence. Yeah, absolutely. One of the greatest gifts that my wife, Kristen, and I feel like we have been given is the understanding um, early on that there, there are other people who love our children, and they are partners with us in this parenting gig. So while I may look at my child, my teenager, and say, and, and, and say something that's guiding them or instructing them, or leading them, and they may look at me and roll their eyes, then they go to small group that night at church, or they, they hang out with, uh, uh, you know, a, a favorite aunt or uncle, or one of our best friends, and that person, an adult, speaks the same truth into their life, and they get it. Some parents may be intimidated by that, but my challenge is don't be intimidated by that. That's an incredible gift that you have as a parent. 
when you have a wider circle of, of, of adults speaking the same truths that you are into your child's life, that is a huge win. Um, so amplifying other voices is all about widening your circle of influence, celebrating the fact that your child is in a small group at their church, at your church, that they have a small group leader, a caring adult leader speaking into their life. Celebrate the fact that there's a teacher who cares about your child's life, and they're saying the same things you are saying, and they may click. Those, the things that they're saying maybe the same things that you say, and you may have the tendency to say, well, wait a second, we, we say the same thing. But yet a teacher said it or a coach said it the same way, and it clicked. That is a win. That's amplifying other voices of influence, and that is one of the greatest gifts that parents, particularly of teenagers, can have. Among the keys you uh, write, use your time wisely, stay involved with your kids, commit to consistency, which can be very challenging, and love no matter what. Now, the challenge is if a child starts to stray, uh, you use your love uh, as something of a weapon or leverage, um, but you suggest that loving no matter what is absolutely essential if you're going to have uh, influence throughout the life of your child. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, I've sat with so many parents over the years who, um, who, whose children uh, were carving their own path, um, you know, growing into adulthood, uh, maybe even growing into the later teen years. And the, in some circumstances, the choices weren't healthy. And that was, that's, that's one topic. But on the other side of it, the child was becoming their own person. And the, the parent, what I had to coach the parent through was you need to broaden your perspective on this child's life. And if you love them, you need to celebrate the person they're becoming. So that child may be into thrash or metal music, <laughs> you know, providing they're not making like, you know, dangerous decisions with their life. If that's the kind of music they choose and it's not what you're into, you still need to celebrate who they are. Right. And that may be, that's one example I could give you. Right. But, uh, you know, loving them no matter what, loving them for who they are is about, is about celebrating the person they're becoming, even if, even if it's not what you are into or even understand. You know, my teenage daughters are into um, YouTubers, uh, and they're into, um, you know, following these YouTubers that are making millions and have millions of followers. I, I don't get it. I don't get it because I'm from generation X and we worked hard. (laughs) We we worked hard for what we have. Right. And same with baby boomer generation. I don't get it. Right. But when my daughter calls me in because she wants to show me a funny video that a YouTuber posted, I celebrate it. I celebrate it. In my mind, I may be thinking that is the silliest thing I've ever laid eyes on, but I celebrate the fact that she loves that, 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 that brings her delight. I think that we need to um, meet our children in that space. Uh, we need to um, uh, celebrate who they are before we jump to correcting them mm. because they're not like us. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other keys are um, listening to what is true about you, parents taking an honest look at themselves and leaving a lasting legacy. There's so much more in the book to winning the heart of your child, nine keys to building a positive, lifelong relationship with your kids. Mike Berry, thank you so much for your time and thank you for the book. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on tonight. You are so welcome. Again, the book is uh, published by Baker Books and is available in bookstores. Much more detail than our time would reflect, but a good resource to help you kind of think through uh, that process of child raising.
Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today. Great news from Rocket Mortgage. You could unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In fact, in the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. That means you could unlock thousands of dollars. And with Rocket Mortgage, you could unlock all that cash in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up because nobody knows how long these low rates will last. Put your hard-earned money to work. Make your life better. Build a home office. Remodel your kitchen. Or simply save that cash for a rainy day. Today's rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.25%, 3.48% APR, so you can lock in a great low monthly payment. When you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rates current as of 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. MLS consumeraccess.org number 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information.